everybody, welcome to the Armchair Crew Chief. My name's Jordan, and I want to welcome everybody over in YouTube land to the first ever video podcast that we're going to be doing. If I cut off, break, space, forgive me, but I am I have my notes here, but I am just going off speaking, and I might just have a stroke of genius and talk some more about something different. But anyway, I want to welcome everybody to YouTube, and welcome... And let's go, let's dive into it. So, last Sunday, we had Las Vegas. We had all three of the series running. And we, you know, we had Kyle Busch running triple duty. We had some big news come out Saturday and Friday for a cup driver, which we'll cover later on. But... Let's go ahead and get started. Craftsman Truck Series ran Friday night, 9 Eastern, I believe it was. Uh, Kyle Busch just came out and ran it, and towards the end of the race, he just ended up dominating. Uh, that's that's what we normally see from Kyle Busch when it comes to running Truck Series, sometimes even Xfinity Series. So it, it's, it's nothing new there. Um, the big thing that kind of came out for me was Haley Deegan. Is there something to be concerned about with that? You know, she moved over from DGR Racing, who's now Tricon, over to Thor Sport with Matt Crafton, Ben Rhodes, everybody there. And so I had higher expectations. I felt that she was being uh, coddled a little bit, babied to keep going, and to a point where it was confusing to her last year, where she didn't know what to do. So, you know, first year with the new with a new uh, team, new car, new truck, uh, everything seemed to get going well. She had a, a solid running at Daytona. She just got caught up in a wreck. So for the second race this year at Las Vegas, uh, I thought she was having a promising run. She started and qualified fifth. So, you know, I thought something big was going to happen, and turns out she kind of uh, disappointed she ran back, kind of drifted back from the beginning and ran, you know, in the high teens, uh, top 10 a little bit until she got kind of squeezed between two trucks uh, that can pretty much put her out of the race. So with that being said, I don't I don't know. Um, there's there's a lot more. I, I don't I don't know if it's she's just got a higher expectation uh, I, I feel she's got a higher expectation. She's been in the racing for a while. She's a maniac on dirt. Awesome. Uh, she did fairly well on SRX. I don't know if maybe it's the trucks or the track. I'm still going to give her some a chance to run and see what happens. Um, you know, a couple of the other guys, Carson Hosevar ran fairly well. Um, a lot of the other guys, Ben Rhodes, um, those guys were running up fairly well. Uh, it was an enjoyable race. You know, we had our wrecks. We had things going on that it's a truck race. You have a lot of young guys. You have, you know, an experience there. So there's going to be room for wrecks and all that going on. Um, you know, uh, Zane Smith ran fairly well. He was a runner-up, and when I say that Kyle Busch won and dominated, it was roughly about five seconds lead that he had on everything. So, you know, I 
I get Kyle Busch wants to run. That's how he gets his money in KBM. But for somebody else that wants to watch the racing, it was a little lackluster, in my opinion. You guys may uh, disagree with me on that. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was the truck series. It was kind of – it had its ups and it had its downs. Uh, going forward, you know, we move over into the Xfinity Racing I think this year, last year, Xfinity Racing was some of the best racing that we've had. Uh, you know, it's been close races. It's It's been different winners. Now, this year, we've had our first repeat winner already this year in three races. Austin Hill came out and took out the crew, the, the rest of the uh, rest of the guys, and he got first. He, he came out and, you know, it was a lot closer uh, race than anybody else. What have Chandler Smith was running really strong. He, he, he did really well. He surprised me. Um, he, did some, he did pretty strong in Daytona as well. But overall, I think Chandler Smith had a good running. Kyle Busch was also running in this race, as well as Ross Chastain. Um, Kyle Busch ended up finished top ten. Uh, I'm not sure where Ross had finished, but uh, yeah, you know, JRM seems to be the the team to to beat. They're not; they haven't won any of the races, and you'd be like, "Hey, hey, hey, Jordan!" They didn't win anything yet, but they're running, you know, consistently top five and two, three of their vehicles. So I I think as a team, they're due, they're real due, and so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we're going out to Phoenix next week, and, you know, it's – I think they're due for something. Allgaier has been running really, really strong. Um, so, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Allgaier running really well. Josh Berry, even if he's – even though he spun, you know, and JRM had their issues on the the track itself. Uh, Allgaier had some penalties – uh, Barry spun, you know, um, yeah, it's, I think, I think they're due, uh, Hill won just barely by, you know, two tenths of a second, 2.68 seconds to be exact. Um, so yeah, I think, I think they have a good chance of doing well. So moving on to the cup series, it was interesting to start out with. Uh, Saturday they had both practice and qualifying. Um, qualifying was interesting to the effect that Harrison Burton spun out and wrecked pretty hard. Um, and his his wreck wasn't really so much due to any malfunctions or anything like that. They reported that he hit a lug nut hit his radiator and that dumped water and caught him loose. I mean, and he went sideways and bam, right into the wall. So, uh, that was interesting. Uh, Logano got the pole. We had a few guys, you know, Denny, all those guys ran really well. Kyle Busch was so slow, especially coming off of like Fontana where he, he came back and started in the rear and came back and won the race. That was almost like one of his uh, 18 prime days. So, yeah, it, it's, been, it's been hard to tell who's going to win. We've had strong showings from the Fords, 
and some strong performances from Toyotas without any wins to show it. Um, getting to that, Chevrolet has won the last three races. They won Fontana, Daytona, and they have won uh, here at Las Vegas. So, moving forward, we'll see if Chevrolet continues their reign of dominance, or if we'll see a Toyota or a Ford in victory lane. Um, yeah, so going forward with the race, to me, it was still a little lackluster. Um, I, I listened to half the race and watched half the race. And once somebody got out front, the most passing you saw really was, uh, you know, passing lap cars. And you had some fighting towards the back end of the racing, too, um, when you, you're talking about in the top five and so on. But it seems like as soon as that leader got out there, they were gone. There was no catching them unless there was a caution or they pitted. So that that's what I call lackluster racing. I mean, yeah, I liked it when my driver came out and just won by a ton. But at the same time, it was fun to watch some of these close races that they've had in the past. And that's what I think NASCAR has been lacking a lot on these mile-and-a-half tracks is just the competition. You know, they've talked about changing it on their smaller tracks where they're putting out a new rule package starting in Phoenix where it's going to be a lower spoiler. We're talking uh, the, the the strakes on the back of the car. They're going to be smaller or less, not smaller, but less. And they're going to take away a few of the engine strakes as well. So we'll see if that brings any of the any competition back like they used to have. Uh, it's supposed to promote less downforce. So with that being said, show me NASCAR. I want a more competitive race. Another thing I want from NASCAR is I want less inconsistent cautions. So I, I, say, I say that because going back into this race, I mean, you, you had – William Byron led the most laps. You had Logano lead one or two. He ended up stinking the race. And, you know, I quote, somebody asked him, you know, hey, you got in the wall. Was that something that made your car less? Uh, And he came out and said, no, we sucked before that. So, I mean, the Fords didn't have it. He didn't have it. Uh, Denny and his crew were running up front. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., he was running up front. Uh, they never really saw the front of the race. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the big the big thing that's been kind of grinding a lot of people's gears, as you guys have probably already seen, is the fact that we had this caution late in the race. Ended up setting up a uh, overtime green-white checkered finish. The question about that was, wasn't so much... Should the caution be handed out? It was more of why did it come out so quickly? Almarola was the the person that caused the wreck, not really a wreck, but he he did hit the wall, get in the wall, spin. They threw the caution immediately. That was a big stink with a lot of people. It's like what the heck. So, with that being said, when you go back and look at everything. He spun. He actually 
got control of his his car and he drove off under his own power. I don't think he would have impeded anybody running. Um, I think it was kind of a quick early caution. I've heard people say, you know, Hendrick runs their mystery cautions with Jimmy Johnson back when he was racing and so on. Uh, I don't know if it was so much that because you had Kyle Larson pretty much out to a very commanding lead and he was running really well. So I wouldn't say it was so much a Hendrick caution as it's just inconsistency. NASCAR, you got to get better at that. Um, one thing that sticks out in my mind, and this sticks out in my mind because I'm a Martin Truex Jr. fan, was two years whenever they were in New Hampshire and it was raining and him and Kyle Busch were out in the lead and they were starting to lose the pack. And they're calling, hey, it's raining. Both of them, it's raining, it's raining. Some other people were like, hey, it's raining. They didn't throw the caution until Truex and Kyle Busch spun. And they're like, oh, it's raining. It's like, come on. the you know NASCAR needs to do a better job at that. And, yeah, I'm sitting. This is why it's called the armchair, armchair crew chief. I'm sitting here in the confines of my home not calling a caution. But at the same time, you got to have consistency. That's the big issue that people have. Again, consistency. You're looking at the begin at the, the start of the restart. They get around to the white flag, and Almendinger goes around, and he hits the wall. He brings a few people with him, and they didn't throw a caution. Same style thing happened with Almirola. Now, Grand Almirola was up on the track, but he righted himself pretty quick. There's that inconsistency with NASCAR that, with the the officiating, mostly it's like. Why can't you be consistent? Why don't you have a rules here? Why? I mean, is this somebody with their finger over the caution about to hit it and they just, you know, prematurely hit it? Because this isn't new. Um, you know, I hope they get better at that. I hope they acknowledge that they have a problem there. I don't think they will. Uh, there's There's been big favoritism speculated with Hendrick and NASCAR. I mean, look at Garage 56. Uh, Garage 56 is a Hendrick and a NASCAR thing. And, yeah, yeah, you're going to be like, hey, they're supposed to be giving that information out to the other teams as well. Go back and look. You can listen to this podcast. And things I've read said that Joe Gibbs, Stuart Haas, Penske, a couple of these other guys are like, hey, you guys are developing stuff, and we're finding out months later. That's not cool. I mean, we're, we're talking about a car that's modeled after the current generation vehicle running. So, you know, does Hendrick have some kind of favoritism? I want to say, yeah. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I mean, other people are going to say, yeah, well, you know, Larson was leading and this and that. But look who finished 1, 2, 3. Hendrick. You had 24, 5, and 48. The only reason nine wasn't in there, and we'll cover that here shortly, is Josh Berry was running it. I I think Josh Berry's a really good driver. No disrespect to him, but I think you know he's not used to it. This is his first time running in one of these cars that I know of. So you know, given more opportunities with it, will he get better at it? Heck yeah! I, I think Josh Berry's a really good driver again, um, and we'll see what happens. So. For people that don't really know, you're wondering, why is Josh Berry running the 9? So, I believe it was Friday or Saturday. I can't fully remember. Uh, 
the driver of the nine car, Chase Elliott, uh, it was reported that he was out with a Make-A-Wish. I don't know how true that is. Uh, you think if it was Chase Elliott doing some kind of snowboarding skiing event with Make-A-Wish, there would have been more publicity on it? I don't know. So, anyway, he fractured his tibia, had surgery. It was three, what was it, three-hour surgery to fix his tibia. So, he's out for a while. You know, I've heard some of the older older fans of NASCAR be like, oh, why is he running? You know, back in, back in the day, you had Daryl Waltrip running with a fractured femur and things like that i think it's just it's you know back in the day when these guys ran either tape their eyelids open because their eyes swelled shut so they could race the daytona 500 after running in the the shootout they don't they don't need to because they have contracts they're they're not incentivized by winning purses they have a contract that they're going to get that much money no matter what so, with that being said, Chase Elliott's out. It's going to be for a while. Right now, it seems as though Josh Berry's going to be the one standing in. He's uh, been already put on the list for running uh, at Phoenix coming up this week. So, we'll see what happens. Um, I saw somebody wrote, I think it was on the tobychristie.com, why not put Corey LaJoy in that car? I think Corey LaJoy would run and do awesome in that car. But then again, it's the middle of the season. He, he's a loyal guy. I, I like Corey. He's awesome. Um, I think he has kind of one of these uh, diligence things to his team that he's going to run the seven. I mean, he's running for points. He's did really well. I mean, P20 in this last race at Las Vegas, that was his worst finish out of the three races. He's been running, you know, mid-teens. So he is outperforming his where his car would put him. And I want to see him up there running. I think at Atlanta next, in two weeks, I think he's got a real chance of, you know, making some waves, causing a stink. Um, so... I see that happening. I think it's going to be cool. Uh, kudos to Josh Berry. He's getting his opportunity, and we'll see what he does. So, as I was saying, William Byron won the the race. Uh, he pretty much, I can't remember, he really had the most laughs out of everybody. Uh, the big thing that people are kind of laughing at now is he when he got up to Victory Circle, and I'll try to put a picture is he had one of those big hats on. I don't know what you would call those hats. Um, but, yeah, he had one of those big hats. Um, and <laughs> everybody's like, oh, man, you're a no-gragson knockoff. No, if Noah had uh, had the hat on for Wendy's Daytona on the uh, before the start of the race. So, yeah, <laughs> I would say, yeah, it's a, it's a knockoff. But... You you can't question the the dominance whether it's warranted or not by favoritism or you know just dominance by the guys. Hendrick Motorsports seems to be the team to beat. Uh, Toyota's still struggling. Uh, you know, Fords have been running up there, but you know, I think we said it 
or actually we didn't say it they said it when they redid the the chevrolet car this year for the uh the racing they had to redo the front of it because it was a little bit pointer than the other cars with this next gen car they've given a unique personality to each manufacturer so chevrolet had a little bit of a pointer car and it was junk in draft but it ran well out in clean air so i think we're seeing a little bit of that i think we saw that last year with chevrolet winning um and they can get up and go you know i don't know the things i want to see i want to see more consistent uh cautions thrown or when the cautions throw i want a consistency there i don't want it just thrown oh we're at the end of the race we need we need some spice um i want to see better racing up in the front I'm not talking about towards the back, but I want to see some better racing going on. Uh, I don't want to see the – I don't like seeing the the leader just run away to a four- or five-second lead and just leave it at that until the end of the stage. I don't I don't like that personally. I know a lot of people don't, know the, uh, don't like that either. So we'll see what happens. So this coming week we have Phoenix, as I was saying. We have the United Reynolds, United Reynolds Work 500. That will be on Sunday at 3.30 p.m. We have the Xfinity race coming up. United Rentals 200, so it's United Rentals weekend. That one's going to be a Saturday at 4.30. Uh, Craftsman Trucks is taking the weekend off again, so we won't see them this week. They'll be back at Atlanta, and that'll be in two weeks. So the upcoming races we have is going to be Phoenix this coming week. We have Atlanta following forward. The next Super Speedway style race. It's actually a Super Speedway now since they reconfigured it. And then you, we go into our first road course of the season at Circuit of the Americas. I like that track. I can't wait for that one. Um, I can't wait for all the racing. I hope, you know, I see Martin Truex Jr. He made a, um, a valiant, bold, no-pitch strategy at the end of the race, which got him back to seventh. He, was, he started off with the green flag to restart the the overtime. Um, And then he just couldn't handle it with the tires of the other guys. Um, So I'm still waiting to see something from him. I mean, as much as I don't really care for Denny Hamlin, I'm still waiting to see something from him. I think he's got potential coming out there. I mean, Kyle Busch shows he can win anywhere else. Um, We'll see if Noah Gragson can get something going with the – with the with the rookie against Ty Gibbs, I think Ty Gibbs has an advantage, especially just in the equipment that he's in. I think Gragson may be a better driver than him. So, you know, um, going forward, we'll see what happens. Uh, again, we have Phoenix coming up. And so, lastly, the, the last thing I wanted to talk about, it's not NASCAR related. It is actually to deal with IndyCar. IndyCar started off their season this past weekend. They ran out at Tampa St. Pete. St. Pete. Uh, they ran the St. Petersburg. Uh, I can't remember what they, they ended up calling it, but they ran out at St. Petersburg on the street course. Pretty awesome track. It was pretty cool because when they came into the pit area, it was like at the airport. Um, big, big wreck at the beginning of the race. Took out a lot of people. Uh, the big thing that also came off is 
Uh, Romain Grosjean was running first with McLaughlin. Scott, I think his name's Scott McLaughlin. Um, they were up battling, and man, that was a close. That was real, real awesome because they were coming. Grosjean pitted. He started running. The McLaughlin came in, and they came up right near each other right after McLaughlin, and they were side-by-side side going into the turns. And the McLaughlin's tires, I think they weren't just warm enough. I think he kind of laid off a little bit more, and there wouldn't have been an accident. But he just kind of got in. His rear slipped, hit Grosjean, and they both went in the wall and <laughs> ended the top two guys that could have won the race. Um, ended up giving it to Erickson, which he won – the Indy 500 a few years ago. So congratulations to him. <clears throat> but yeah, that was, that was IndyCar. I just wanted to kind of touch on that. Formula One was running. Um, sorry, I don't have any information on that, guys. But anyway, uh, anyway, this is the Armchair Crew Chief. I'd love if you guys leave any comments, like, subscribe, share. I'm going to try and do this more often for you guys on YouTube uh, to see what we can do. I appreciate you guys listening. If you have any input, anything you want to hear about, let me know. I'll try and incorporate it in the show, and I appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for listening.